Hello and welcome to Let's Enter the Arena. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I talk with a member of the Magic the Gathering community. This week, my guest is... Uh, Edvai. Welcome. Is there anything you'd like to promote, like your Twitter or Twitch channel uh, sure. or anything my like that? Twitch is twitch.tv slash I am Edvibe. Um, I'm pretty active on there. Uh, I stream fighting games and uh, pretty much anything. It's a lot of JRPGs recently. All right. Very cool. So how long um, have you played Magic in general since this is a Magic podcast? Yeah, in general. I've been playing since 1998. Uh, actually, it's because that's when Pokemon was big. And yeah. if you remember, the trading card game came out. That My 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 older brother was like, this looks familiar because mm-hmm. it was published by Wizards of the Coast and it ran like Magic. So after I showed him the Pokemon trading card game, he basically was like, nope, you're going to play Magic and taught me how to play Magic. <laughs> The one true game. Yeah. Well, um, that's pretty cool. I haven't talked to that many people that have been playing since the 90s. Did you do nonstop or did you stop for a while and then start again? I played for a while. I think I stopped in like 2002 when I moved because I, I used to live in Poway. And I, when I left there, I stopped for a while because I didn't know who to uh, play with. But after that, after I found some more people to play with. I started playing again around uh, like uh, the Kamigawa era. Mm-hmm. And that's when I really started playing again. Yeah, I used to play with my brother and high school friends and such. Someone in high school introduced it to me. And now I played uh, from about 1995 to 1995. Oh, sorry, 1995 to 1998. Uh, so like my... Uh, nostalgic sets of magic are fourth edition, Ice Age, Alliances, Mirage, that sort of thing. Yeah, so that I overlaps uh, overlaps a little bit with you. That'd be like Tempest and Stronghold and such. Yeah, yeah. I gave it up for a while too, and, and then I started again recently after um, Hour of Devastation, and and I'm kind of kicking myself that I didn't stick with it a little longer, uh, but I'm back and I'm really enjoying it again. Now uh, we've got the the latest entry into this uh, into this Magic Arena, the digital version. Have you have you been playing Magic Arena much? Yeah, I've actually uh, started playing in the beta because someone gave me access to it. Uh, but around the same time, my computer started kind of uh, failing, so I kind of took a break. Recently, went back a couple of weeks ago because uh, now I have a functioning computer. Mm hard to play that digital game without a digital computer correct so i think i got well i signed up for the for the beta access at the beginning of 2018 in in january when they put out the call about who wants access codes and then it wasn't until april of 2018 that i finally got the access code so i've been playing the beta since april and uh, it's uh, pretty addicting yeah yeah, most definitely it is. I've seen it grow from like much more rough around the edges to much more polished. I look at some of my screenshots when I first started playing, and I'm like, wow, they really changed that. They changed this, and they just keep improving it. Yeah, no, it's uh, pretty interesting. A lot of a lot of improvements. It's a lot smoother and streamlined now than it was in beta. Now, in yeah. general, um, 
do you, in general magic, do you consider yourself beginner, intermediate, advanced? Like, what, what kind of skill level do you think you have? I want to say intermediate. Um, yeah, I think I have a really good handle on the concepts of the game, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty good at dealing with things on the fly. So it's pretty cool. Oh, that's good. Yeah, uh, I've had a variety of guests. Um, no one has quite said advanced yet, but I think people are humble. Uh, you know, there's just so many rules, interactions. I think Arena does a good job of teaching you what you how to, how to play in paper magic in real life too. So then there's no ambiguity when you try to play in real life. I think for myself, uh, I'm probably also intermediate or so. When I got back into magic, uh, I had to get used to uh, new card borders and. There's no more mana burn and yeah, just such a variety of changes. Too. I was really learning mana burn was gone. Yeah, it's like um, like these young whippersnappers. They didn't. They don't know that back in the day, if you didn't use your mana, it would hurt you. Yeah, that was that was really interesting mechanic back then because you were forced to have to use all your mana or you know really really know when to take the hit or not. Mm-hmm. So as you've been playing Arena, since we're in a standard format in Arena at the moment, what's been your your favorite card that you've played with? Like, it doesn't have to be a power card. It could just be some jank card or just something fun. Um, I actually really like uh, Lich's Mastery. It's a legendary enchantment for black. It's so interesting because it's hexproof, and it's the one that you can't lose a game, or whenever you gain life, you draw cards and stuff. But it tilts people really heavily. <laughs> I like to play uh, kind of like black and blue decks. So yeah. I like the, I like that one wall. What's it called? Phantasmal something. It's a one drop in blue. It's a two two yeah. defender, and then it gets stronger when you surveil. Uh, That's right. Yeah, yeah. And then eventually, when you've got three counters on it, it can attack. So suddenly, you've got a five five that can attack. It's uh yeah. Th- there's a lot of those card effects in this where it gains slowly. They just kind of um, build up into it. T- they turn into decent cards with just a couple of turns. Because I'm used to people trying to rush me down all the time, mm-hmm. and this game it really helps out to be a little more patient. Yeah, I think at heart uh, now that I'm much more into it and playing with a variety of people i kind of feel like i'm a bit of an aggro player so when i kind of switch over to something a little bit slower i have to adjust myself because i was trying to do this black blue deck where i was using the the house guild mage that you would pay some amount of mana to have it surveil and i thought well i'll use the constant surveil ability that it has to then pump up the that wall but i felt it's a little slower so i switched over to that the night veil sprite which is the one two flyer that surveils every time it attacks Mm, yeah have you had any decks that you've put together that you kind of consider your favorite deck or a go-to deck at the moment not yet i'm sticking to mono black but as i play i think i'm gonna go build with blue because i think the blue cards in this game are a little better than um, black only slightly though because i think most of these cards are pretty even and Mm. you can get away with a lot of things i still had all my cards from back when i originally played i started to kind of unpack them from the garage 
or uh, 2017, and I saw that I that I was playing Black Blue. I was playing Demir back then. Of course, I wasn't called Demir at that point. So I was playing Black Blue back then, and I'm kind of still gravitating toward it nowadays. But I have also a mono red goblin deck. I kind of try to create decks sometimes with like real strong themes. They might not be powerhouses or whatever. But here's a um, goblin tribal deck that I like. I'm pretty surprised that the you know the precon decks, the ones that they give you, are pretty good to get started with. And then you can build I, upon them. I think that's a smart thing to do because that way you can get people interested, you know, to have a pretty decently strong uh, weapon immediately, right? You don't yeah. have to earn it. You don't feel like you're struggling. It's a pretty good way to do things. And especially, like, they give you, you know, five of the monos immediately. So yeah. it's a really good way to just get introduced to all of them. Especially yeah. for people who, who are, like, new to magic. Yeah, and I think with the with their efforts to promote it more to really get it in front of people, I think, you know, who knows what the numbers are, but it feels like there's a lot of people coming into it new. So it's good that they have the daily rewards and it, it, when you're the beginner, you unlock new ones and you get the cool animations and the sound. And then there's like Navi telling you to proceed to the next quest and such. Yeah. Yeah. I really like how, how smooth this, this app is now. Definitely. So I think it's a, it's a really good Hearthstone killer. <laughs> Hearthstone's on its way out anyways. Oh, really? Got some uh, inside intel there? Uh, no, it just seems to be the climate of all the players right now is that they're not really going to stick around to, to Hearthstone right now. I think their la latest update is like their last hurrah to try and save the game kind of mm. thing. Interesting. So... If you uh, kind of consider yourself towards the intermediate level, uh, what um, what would you have liked to have known when you first started playing uh, Arena, like some advice that someone might have given you? Um, something I would have liked to know. Hmm. I think I would have liked to know how to set up the board better because I feel like... Uh, there's a lot of things in the options that are subtle, like auto-tapping and stuff you can turn off yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so if you're a person who uses a lot of, or uses multiple uh, colors, you don't want to do auto-tap. Mm -hmm. right? You can have control over things yourself. Yeah. Some of those uh, settings, uh, not a lot of people poke around in the settings, I think, but I kind of like to go in there and early on, I think I went in there and I saw the various options and a couple of keyboard shortcuts. Like, I don't think most people, especially the newer players, know you can press Z to undo your last land tap just in case you didn't quite do it right. Yeah. So there's kind of... It, it doesn't really prompt you for those things. Yeah. Kind of just go in and teaches you how to play but not how to use the app. Maybe going along these lines, what would be one thing you'd like to improve about Magic? Not just about Arena, but like maybe Magic in general, the community, the company, like anything. You know, I think the game evolves so much on its own that I feel like whatever thing I would want right now, that's going to change so quickly because it, it updates so often now. Mm -hmm. Like the different mechanics in different sets yeah, and such? All the, all the mechanics and everything changes so often that I, I can't really tell what I want changed now or what I want changed later. Because right now, it's pretty balanced. I don't like the 
the dependency of of uh, scrying now. I think there's a lot of a lot of necessary scrying you need to do to play. Uh, really, if you're really into the meta, you need to scry quite a bit. Hmm. So then, with that, do you think there would be like maybe something to add to the client to to the game that would kind of give better tutorials on some of that, uh, some of those concepts? I think that or they can have uh, like you know how there's a lot of Magic the Gathering on Twitch now. They should be able to highlight some players on this app so that people can watch and learn as they play. Well, what would you say then? Is there? Can you narrow it down to what do you love about Magic? Oh man, I I'm really a fan of puzzles. So this whole thing where I try and uh, I try and figure out, like, because if I'm in a tough situation, I love that. I love thinking on the fly and being like, how can I get out of this situation? So, like, the strategy of it. Yeah. I've been enjoying that you can uh, look through your collection, either real or virtual, and get ideas about, here's an interesting card. Can I build something out of it? It might not be oh, yeah. any sort of tier deck, but it's fun. And I'll go play the the non-ranked games and just have fun and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I like that theory crafting and then trying to make it practical. That's a lot of fun, too. Because I think that's an aspect of, of the whole problem-solving thing that I like. Mm -hmm. Do you like to go over to the um, best of one or best of three? Um, right now I'm just doing best of one because um, I just want to try it once. Uh, tweak it around, try it once, tweak it around. But I think later when I finally start seeing good compositions, I'll start changing to that. I guess the one thing that I would, uh, kind of jumping back, what I would improve, I think I would like the the best of three to also have the value that they seem to be putting onto the best of one, uh, because a sideboard is an important thing to have as well. Yes, I agree. Uh, that would be super cool if you could sideboard. But again, probably as the as the app keeps improving, they're going to answer all of these things, and it's cool that they're listening to the community and uh, seem to be seem to be uh, implementing what we're what we're asking for. Do yeah, you slowly but surely. Do you have any non magic related hobbies you're into? Um, sure. I mean, uh, recently it's been board games and. Um, well, board games and fighting games. I never, never stopped. Mm -hmm. like, I still play a lot of fighting games. It's a lot of video games, really. But uh, that and tabletop, we've gone really into. Me and my friends started playing D and D. Mm. Do you uh, do you ever watch the videos from Good Luck High Five? Um, no, I don't believe I have. They've got a sub channel where they review a variety of board games so maybe you'll find one you've played or a few new ones to try out oh yeah maybe yeah there's a lot of really cool board games out there so there's like a big influx of different ty types of games nowadays i guess when i think board games i just think monopoly and scrabble and that yeah. stuff but there's just so many variety nowadays isn't there oh yeah it's different now like there's like these co-op adventure games that you can play um I don't remember what it's called, but basically you're on a like a deserted island with your friends and the island is like sinking and then you have to stop the destruction <laughs> of the island by doing various quests on the island with your friends. Yeah. It's really cool. And it's 
it basically runs like 20 minutes because there is a time limit from when you start till the, the island gets destroyed. So it's a fun little thing you do really quick. And of course, like more advanced Monopoly is like um, Catan. Yeah. If you've ever played Catan, mm-hmm. that's that's a huge thing between me and my friends right now. We have, uh, I had to buy a couple of expansions because now we're playing with like uh, eight or nine people at a time. And that that is the kind of game that gets really intense. Oh, wow. Definitely nowadays, there's just so many options for fun games and social interactions. Yeah. It's actually some of the people that I played Magic with uh, previously are playing board game with me now because mm-hmm. we we played uh, Poverty Rules at, um, at a comic shop we used to play at. So basically, you didn't have to buy the game. You can, you know, write it on a piece of paper, have its effects, and we would honor it because mm-hmm. not everyone had the money to buy packs, right? Yeah. So I think uh, like Magic Green is pretty cool because you can have it all digital. You don't actually have to commit money to it, but you can if you want to. Yeah, definitely. I think one of the things that I had like a revelation of early on with Arena was these wild cards let me get any card that currently exists in standard. So that's right, yeah. pretty cool. Like, you know, you can, in theory, go get four mythics if you've got the wild cards where good luck doing that in real life. Yeah, that's tough in real life. You can, I mean, you could purchase the cards yourself, but those those uh, wild cards really just help you out so much. It's mm-hmm. just so much more convenient. Definitely. Now, uh, here's a here's a secret tip if you know it or not. Um, at Comic Con, they've got the uh, game room, uh, board game room, and such, and that's outside of the the main hall over in the hotels, and it's totally free to get in, and you don't need a badge or anything. That, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, all the side events are super fun over there. I would often go to SD Tekken because it's usually right next door. Mm-hmm. And uh, just go over there and play some fighting games with my friends. Yeah. I spent a little bit of time over at the uh, the Magic uh, area, whatever they call it, next door at the, at the hotel. And uh, that's just another aspect. If people can't get into Comic-Con, the main hall and such, there's still, still a lot of great stuff ancillary outside. Oh yeah, that's that's the really big thing about Comic Con is now, it's basically the whole of downtown is is there, you know. Yeah. Well, as we wind down, is there? Uh, would you like to promote anything again? Your various online endeavors. Um. Yeah. Uh. Sure. My Twitch is twitch.tv slash I am Edvibe. I try to get Edvibe. Unfortunately. That's reserved for a Justin.tv page, mm. uh, so I couldn't get it. So I'm just going with I am Edvibe. Uh, I usually stream uh, fighting games, Monster Hunter, and recently a lot of JRPGs. Uh, you should also check out Pure Art Entertainment. If you like art in San Diego, if you're into music and hip-hop, you should check out Pure Art. Uh, a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, is the founder and, uh, like, a big artist of pure art he's got a performance on the 31st it's pretty cool cool i'll put uh, these things in the show notes yeah as for myself uh you can find me on twitter twitter.com slash vm campos over on uh patreon patreon.com slash vm campos over on youtube youtube.com slash vm campos jr i had to slap in the the junior part of it because someone else took vm campos but i'm basically vm campos all over the place so this has been another episode of let's enter the arena see you next time
Thank you for having me.